Keeping it real with Jared Lawrence. We're starting early today. Happy New Year! To whom it make concern? They getting money now, they want you to wait your turn. We all went out of town, only a few made returns. Get your money rest of the week, cause on Tuesday they return. For this bread, I'm on my lawyer's head till my new case is adjourned. Keep water on my neck, for them blue faces I burn. Uh, shit. And I be dripped up in the latest threads. I used to sell that cocoa like you're making bread. You can't sit up at the table, you ain't breaking bread. All gold rolly, but the face is red. All my niggas got snatched about the face to face. And cold sweats is how I wake in bed. You know I never wrote a rap still. You don't make these niggas sick, they never know you that ill. I just caught a case, but they better know I pack still. Down Miami, Club 11 with the max spell. Oh. You know, death before, shit. Death before, they the sign of me. Shit, I pump raw in the poorest economies. I even flew the raw through economy. Shit, a couple boys try to hammer me. I still pray to the Lord, Deuteronomy. Shit, I'm with my aunt when the attic. Shit, I'm with my aunt when the savage, huh? Stand tall and face all your fears. Hold your head up, wipe all your sins. Any nights will be nobody there. You gotta promise yourself you never Welcome to Keeping It Real with Jared Lawrence. I'm your host, Jared Lawrence. That was Jim Jones, To Whom It May Concern. This episode right now is To Whom It May Concern. This is the last episode of the year. I wanted to make sure I came back and gave y'all one final episode of 2020. Even though 2020 has been such a bad year, maybe we should have waited till 2021. And started on the right foot. But you know what? I've been gone for like three weeks. So I felt like I've been doing you guys a disservice. I am back. Give me a bomb. I feel recharged. I've been on like 10 dates in the last three weeks. Shout out to Dominique Jones, too. That was the last episode we had. If you haven't listened to that one, go back and listen to it. I thought it was a pretty good episode. Shout out to Dominique. Um, yeah, we had a good talk with her. I, I meant to make a sound bite, too. I wanted to make a sound drop because Dominique was hating on the big girls. So I got something for y'all next episode with that because I got rep, to represent for the big girls. I can't let Dominique get, get at y'all like that. But with this episode, I feel like I've like I spend so much time um, editing these episodes. Like I don't know about I, I told y'all before. I, I sometimes I spend like hours editing, and I, I take out a lot of like the small mistakes I might make. So this episode today, we're leaving the mistakes in. I think one of my New Year's resolutions is to get like more comfortable with myself making mistakes because nobody's perfect in this world. So I think. Going forward, I don't want to edit as much out. I mean, there's certain things I probably will take out, especially when I have phone calls because there's a lot of, like, extra noises and stuff that I try to take out to make this a better listening experience for everybody. But when it's me by myself, I don't want to really do too much editing. I kind of just want to talk and then put this stuff up for you guys to listen. And 
a lot of times I spend like four or five hours, so that's why it takes me so long to put it up. But this episode is going up today. I don't care what. I don't care how bad it is. We are getting one final episode out of this year. And you know what? If this episode is bad, it's just fitting for what 2020 has been. So actually, yeah, mistakes and all. This episode is going up. I hope you guys enjoy it. I'm going to do a lot of like reflecting today, talking about my life. I don't have a lot of like hot topics, just more about what's been going on in my life because, man, it's been an interesting last few weeks. So let's get you guys caught up. Uh, Shout out to everybody who's probably been waiting for this episode, wondering what's been taking me so long. And I'm going to tell you what's been taking me so long. I've been, like I said, I've been on like 10 dates in the last three weeks. I'm out of control right now. I'm out of control. I told I told you guys before that I'm getting off all the social media for the new year going forward. I don't want to do Facebook, um, Twitter, Instagram. I'm getting off all of that stuff. But, however, I have had to make, uh, I think it's a referendum. Green is not a creative color. Yeah, I've had to basically change a couple of things I'm going to do for the year going forward. So, yeah. While I will be getting off all of the social media apps, I got to keep the dating app. I got to keep the dating one for the new year just because I'm not where I want to be dating. Like I haven't, I haven't found what I'm looking for yet. So I'm going to leave that. I'm going to leave a couple of those apps open just so I can, you know, go at my own pace, match with people, talk to people, but it's not going to be something I'm on all day. I probably will only go on at work when it's like slow. So I think that's, I think that's acceptable. I don't know. You guys let me know what you think. It doesn't really matter what you think because I'm probably going to do it anyway. Because you know what? That's another thing. Going forward, and this is for everybody, like, don't worry about what other people want you to do in your life. I had a Facebook post about this the other day about don't let anybody dictate your pace. And I say that to say, like, if you want to do something, don't worry about what other people are doing or saying and don't let them tell you how to go about doing what you want to do. So for me... I'm getting off social media. I've made this announcement, but you know what? It's my life. I'm going to make changes as I go, as I see fit. Things, you know, we'll, we'll uh, edit things here and there. So one of the changes I've made is I said, you know, I got to keep, keep a couple of these dating apps open because I still want to date in 2021. Like, that's still a goal. I don't want to be in a relationship, but I do want to date. I kind of want to see what's out there. I want to enjoy the, the joys of being single and everything that comes along with that. But I also want to go at my own pace and we're going to get into the dating thing in a minute. Um, but yeah, I just want to catch you guys up on everything that's been going on, which is mostly this been the date. Uh, I've been to a couple parties, I've had family in town. So I have not really had a lot of time at home, which is when I record these episodes, you know, on my off days, I've been running around and I kind of, I'm kind of mad at myself too, because I like to give myself a day um, every week to myself, like a mental wellness day where I take time to myself, I relax, I uh, get my mind right, and just get all the stresses out. So I have not been doing that in the last like three or four weeks. I haven't even played basketball. I haven't walked. I haven't done any exercise. So today I'm actually going to go play basketball after I record this. And I'm going to go to, uh, what's that Panda place? Panda Express. Yeah, I'm going to go to Panda Express. It's 11.16 in the morning right now. So I'm going to go to Panda Express, get lunch, come back, chill, go play basketball. Um, for those of you who don't know, 
my work schedule, I usually work at like 2 p.m., right? I've been off these last two days, but tomorrow is New Year's Day. So since it's New Year's Day, I got stuck with like the bad shift nobody wants. So I have to go to work at 6 a.m. tomorrow morning, which means I have to wake up at 4 a.m. So to prepare for that, I woke up at 6 a.m. today and I've been up since 6 a.m. doing not a lot of stuff. I've gotten a few things done, but this is New Year's Eve. I'm kind of just chilling. I'm planning on going to bed by like 8 p.m. today. So I'm not going to be up for the fireworks. I'm not going to be up for the ball drop. I really don't even care about this stuff. This is like the most non or the most lackadaisical, I guess, I've been on New Year's Eve where I'm just like not really into it. And I think that's because I have to wake up for work so early tomorrow. So right now I'm just kind of whatever. I'm, I'm trying to get through the rest of this day. Like I said, it's 11, 17. I want to go to bed at eight. So I still have over eight hours. I need to stay up. So I'm trying to kill some time with that. Um, winding down my social media run of the year. So we'll be off Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that by the end of the night. Um, I have an idea of what I want to do when I get off and Oh, I'm going to post some stuff too. And I'm also going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about some of the things I'm going to be doing in the next year, but I just want to get you guys like caught up on where my life has been at these last few weeks. So yeah, that's kind of why I have not really been able to give you guys consistency in these podcasts. I hope going forward in 2021, I can be more consistent with this. Like I said, my goal was to do an episode every week. I think I'm only at like 30 something episodes. So I'm behind on the pace that I'd like to be at. And I need to pick that pace up in the new year. So, yeah, hopefully being off of social media, I'll be able to do that. But uh, getting back to the whole dating thing, man, I'm keeping the sites open for that. So don't judge me too much. But I've been on like, like I said, I've been on a lot of dates in these past few weeks. And some of them have been all right. Some of them have been forgettable. You know, it's just the part of the whole thing. And that's the thing with dating. You kind of have to go out and meet a lot of different people and experience different things to see what you like. So I've, I've just been out there going on dates and in the beginning I'm learning, you know, I can't be dropping these $50 on every date. So lately it's been more like, Hey, do you want to meet for coffee? You want to talk? It's cause that's all a date really is. A date is just about talking. Uh, I was at a party last week talking to this woman who's a friend of mine. And she said that she said it best. She said, all dating really is is just gathering information. So when I go on these dates, that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm I'm gathering information. I'm seeing if we got if we mesh, if we have things in common, if our mind is on like the same level as far as what we are looking for. And the the issue I'm running into is a lot of women a lot of women want relationships right now. Now, if you've listened to this podcast enough since the summer, you've kind of Heard me talk about how I'm not really into the whole relationship right now. I'm not really trying to go that direction. I want to be single for the whole 2021. That's the goal. Be single, date, see how it goes. But I've been meeting a lot of relationship women and I'm not, I'm not sure what I'm doing wrong. I guess my profile was coming off as I wanted relationships. So lately I just had to put it out there on a profile. Like I'm not looking for a relationship. Like straight up, it says it on my profile now. Like I'm not looking for a relationship. And guess what? I'm still matching with relationship women. <laughs> I don't know what the problem is like at this point. I don't, I mean, you know what it is? I, I guess I'm, I come off as a nice guy. I have a good personality. So maybe 
they see that and they're like, you know what? Even though he says he doesn't want a relationship, maybe I can change him. Or maybe they just are interested in talking to me and seeing why I don't want a relationship. I don't know. But I keep attracting the non. No, I keep attracting the relationship women and I'm the non-relationship person. So if you guys got any ideas of what I'm doing wrong, let me know. Um, I'm not going to be on social media, so I need to. I need to create a way for me to for you guys to like stay in touch if you want to ask questions and stuff. I'm going to I'm going to make an email address for that. I don't have one yet. I have one in mind of what I wanted to say, but I'm not going to say it because I don't know if it's available. So by the next episode, I'll have an email where you can like, I guess, email your questions and stuff. Or if you know me, you can just hit me up directly. But I need to make an email for people who want to like ask questions and stuff. Because I'm not going to be on social media. So we will get to that part. But yeah, I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing wrong when it comes to this whole relationship thing. Like, why do women see me as a relationship material? Because I don't even see myself as a relationship material. And my reason for not wanting a relationship right now is more because my work schedule is just not a conventional schedule. It's not a schedule where I feel like I can have free time for somebody else. And I know, look, people have been telling me this. Women have been like, oh, you'll make time for whatever you want, whoever you want. And that's true. That is true. I can make time for somebody that I want to make time for. But then the issue I'm running into is if I make time for them, I don't have the time for myself. And that's what I need. I need, I need self-care. I need me time. So if I don't have that, I feel like that's where people start having all these mental health issues and these breakdowns and stuff when they don't get enough enough time for themselves. So I'm trying to avoid that stuff and I'm trying to give myself the appropriate amount of time and I have to sacrifice a relationship in order to do that at this point. Because like I said, my work schedule is I work Friday through Tuesday, which means I'm working Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 10.30 p.m. The times when you usually hang out with somebody, I'm working. So then after that, you know, I get off, but it's too late to like hang out. And then lately I've been matching a lot of women with kids too. So like, that's another thing. Well, we're going to get to that part after, after I explain why I don't want to be in a relationship, but yeah, my free days are like Wednesdays and Thursdays. And it's just, it just doesn't seem to be matching up with other people's uh, free time. So that's the issue I'm running into. And I, I just tell myself, maybe I just need to be single for a year. And see if I like being single. Because maybe this might be the long-term plan for me. Maybe this is what I want to do. Maybe I want to be single forever and just date, you know, or have, like I said, with the old, you know, the older folks have the the friend. I'm doing the quotation marks right now, but quote unquote, the friend who's like, you know, they're dating, but they don't call it dating, but they see each other from time to time. Maybe I need something like that. Something a little more casual. I don't know. I'm just, you know, I'm trying to figure it out as I go and. I feel like in 2021, a lot more will be revealed. I will know a little bit more about myself and what I'm looking for. But I need time. I need the time to explore and figure it out. And I feel like a lot of women right now are trying to rush me into these relationships. and They want something serious. And it's like, man, I'm not ready. Like, give me some time to figure it out, you know? So I've been trying to match with women who are kind of on my mind, my mind frame, my mindset. My state, you know, I'm trying to figure out who's who's not really looking for a relationship. And I found a few, but, you know, I got to hang out with them a little bit, see what the vibe is in person. 
because you know you talk you can talk to anybody on uh, these apps and everybody sounds cool and then you hang out it's a different story so i need to hang out see what the vibes are but the relationship women i, I think they gotta slow down i mean they gotta slow down and I, like i said let's get back to the kids thing no offense to anybody who has kids like it's a beautiful thing you know you bring life into this world i understand but i just feel like the women with kids are the ones that are really like trying to put you in that relationship like they're in a, more of a rush now there are some out there who aren't and then shout out to them shout out to you guys <laughs> shout out to the ones who are in my boat but have kids who just want to date but a lot of them i don't know i feel like they want relationships and i have a theory about it i feel like maybe because it didn't work with the with the child's father they still want that family atmosphere. They want that family environment. And that's why they, they still cherish the relationship because that's they. Some people want that, you know, they want a family and they're still looking for that. But I think my whole issue with, with women who want relationships is that in, in this listen up, cause I'm about to give some game ladies. If you are looking for a relationship, you cannot look at every guy like he is relationship material. And I think that's where women mess up. I think, when women want relationships, every dude, like they'll say, I'm looking for a relationship. So now every guy they meet, they're looking at like, oh, he's got to be relation. He's relationship material. That's he's got to be relationship material. Not everybody's relationship material. And you got to kind of separate it. You got to be like, yo, this is just somebody I can talk to. This is somebody I mess around with. Like this is somebody I could be in a relationship. But you can't go into that with the expectation that every guy is going to fit what you're looking for. And I think they they try to make every guy fit that. And I think that's what I've been finding. I think that's why the relationship women keep matching with me because they want me to be what they're looking for, even though I'm, I'm kind of trying to let them know I'm not what they're looking for. And a lot of times they think they can mold you into that. And I think that's where things end up going wrong. I think that's when people feel like they get let on, when their feelings get hurt. So don't force it if it's not there. Like I said, don't, don't let anybody dictate your pace. And guys too, like, if you know the woman wants a relationship and you're not really looking for that, don't lead her on either. Like be up front in the beginning. Shout out to my boy, Mike. Mike is the one who's kind of let me know you got to be honest with these women. And being honest is probably the best thing, man, because they appreciate that honesty. So shout out to Mike. And also on the subject of Mike, I got to apologize because on the Dominique episode, I said that Mike said that he believes that the mask cause cancer mike hit me up he said i was wrong he said he never said that i gotta retract that statement he also said i didn't need to come on here and say it but i'm gonna say because i i don't want that false information out there so apologies to mike on that um i think i had somebody else i was supposed to apologize to <laughs> i messed up on a couple things but definitely want to apologize to mike uh we're gonna walk that one back oh and then when me and dominique were talking about the netflix thing we were supposed to break down that was the Centoya Brown story. So I will have Dominique on again at a later time whenever she watches the documentary. Cause you know, Dominique, man, she's Dominique. Tell me she's going to watch something and then never watch it. So I'm gonna have to keep bugging her to watch that. Cause I do want to eventually break down that Centoya Brown documentary. There's some good stuff in there and we both have, well, I have opinions on it. I think she'll probably have opinions on it after she watches it. So look for that in the future. Uh, my cousin Kenya, shout out to Kenya. We were supposed to do a goodie mob episode, 
But Kenya's BSing right now. And I don't know what the problem. You know what? I'm going to call Kenya and I'm going to find out why he's BSing on that Goody Mob episode. Hello? Yo, yo, yo. It's Kenya. Yo, yo. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, yo. You got babies crying in the background. Always. Hold on one second. Oh, boy. Hold on, take one. Hold on, take one. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's wrong? Yeah, hello. Yeah, hey, I, I got you live on the on the podcast real quick. I I just I got a question, yeah. but uh, <laughs> this is also signing. This is also a reminder of why I don't want kids. Um, the crying in the background. <laughs> it's too early for yeah. this. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I just want you to explain to the people on the show why you've been BSing on the Goody Mob episode we're supposed to do because I don't want to get blamed for this one. I haven't been BS. kids kids why I have it <laughs> okay because we're supposed to be breaking down the album I mean the album they're gonna be on the second album soon by the time you come over here so just you know no it won't be it's been about fifteen years between albums. <laughs> All right. Well, I just, you know, I want to get you on the phone I'm doing my little New Year's Eve episode. And I'm like, let me call Kenya just so he can explain to the people why he has not been here to do the Goody Mob review. We come with a Goody Mob review and we got the, the biggest verses ever. Do you want to say that now or do you want to wait? Yeah, I can say it now. Okay, go ahead. The uh, Battle of the Cards, J versus B. It's the biggest one ever. That's not a fair versus. That's not like who? That's not fair. Beyonce's going to kill him. I know exactly, but it'd be big family. Put be Blue Ivy on the on the uh, episode too. Making like, the family affair. I don't like. I don't know. go back to black colleges. Bye. I don't know about that one. I don't know about putting rap against like R and B. I don't know about that. It's just the first battle. Hmm. It's just the biggest one ever. Oh, hey, I I still got to Tell Savannah I got to order her gift still. Too. Slacking on that. <laughs> hey, you should like Amazon. They came. Uh, her power wheel just came a day ago. I mean, she's like, what, three, two, two or three? Two. Yeah, yeah she, all the, December the 5th. It just came a, a couple of days ago. She, she got over some money. She don't know what uh, Christmas is anyway. You can tell her today's Christmas. No, but I know. Yeah, but. Next people I need to call Amazon so you can get a refund. Well, my aunt sent me something two weeks ago and it just arrived yesterday. So, yeah, it happens. Uh, yeah, I guess. But uh, is there anything else you want to say to the people on this uh, final episode of the year? Happy New Year to the people. All right. Anything 2020, 2020 was rough. 2021 going to be our year. Yeah. I feel like that's the thing. We don't know if it's going to be better. It <laughs> might right, not be don't. better. It's just what we're thinking. We got to go into it with an uh, open mind. That's true. That's true. Well, hopefully we can get you in studio for the Goody Mob review. I was like one of the first uh, uh, guests in this new studio. You were, but you've been I supposed to come back. I came at the beginning of the year. You invited me back at the end of the year. I invited you like two or three weeks ago. Yeah, at the end of the year. I think I came in January. That's when you have all the the PTO built up. You should have been able to, you know, days (laughs) off and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's kids, huh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sometimes you have a day off and then the kids get in the way and it's like, ah, I got to do this. I got to do that. So should I have kids? Is is that... Should I do it or should I should I still hold off and stay single? Because I've been debating that. I've, I was talking about this earlier about all the dates I've been going on. But uh, well, if you were to give up your freedoms, 
That's your thing. I'm trying to be single in 2021, though. That's the problem. But I'm trying to be single in 2021. Yeah, but I keep meeting women who want relationships, and they're trying to force me into it. I'm just like, you're gonna be like me with Savannah if you keep it up. You're gonna be a late, uh, older dad. Yeah, I'm trying to avoid that. I don't think I want kids at all. Well, I mean, you might not. Yeah, I think I'm good. Okay. I had to break it to my mom the other day. I'm like, I don't think kids are coming for me. it is well, what was the guy? Um, what was the guy that had the old the kids late in his life, like seventy years old? Used to be on TV. You Hefner? <laughs> oh, not you Hefner. He was black. He used to be on CNN a long time ago. No white guy with glasses. Larry, Larry King. Yeah, Larry King. You might be like Larry King. I think you were like seventy when he had a, a baby. Hmm. But you gotta like, ra- you still man. have to raise them. That's the problem. <laughs> You're seventy, but you still gotta raise them. No, not when you got that kind of money. Well, if I have that kind of money, yeah. But then you're not really involved hey, in their son, life. You, you want you just get your nanny. But you want to be involved in raising them. Yeah, you do. You want to teach them the values and everything. Like if I have a nanny, what's the point? Like they're the ones who are raising them. Hey, well, that's how it is when you're financially stable. You don't want to like make sure your kids grow up a certain way and learn things a certain way. That's what I would like to do. Yeah, but seven, you you probably you 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 realize that you ain't gonna be there much longer. You know. So why even have kids at 70? <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't gonna even see them to 18. That's been the decision he made. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I get him. What's what's the New Year's plans? It doesn't sound like you're gonna be able to do anything. <laughs> Ooh, at 70? Nah. No, I'm talking about you tonight. Like it don't sound like you're gonna be able to do anything. Oh no, she um Auntie. Auntie might be getting them. Oh, so you have plans? Huh? You have plans. You're going out? I don't know if I'm going out or not. Um I was going to, but now I don't know. Hey, Savannah. And looking at the news and the COVID. Hold on. Here, say hey. She don't even know who I am. Hi, Savannah. Hey. Okay. Hey. How you doing? Say happy new year. Happy new year. Give her a little. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. I had plans, but I don't know now. I've been looking at the news and the COVID's kind of scaring me. Bro, the COVID's been scary, but I'm still out here. But it's just like, you know. Okay. I get your cup. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm gonna see. Oh, enjoy your night. I'll be in bed like like I said by eight p.m. So you want to be in bed by eight? I gotta wake up at four a.m. I want eight hours oh. of sleep, and I'm gonna see, probably watch yeah, the games yeah, after you, work. You probably uh yeah, you probably don't need your kids. Eight hours of sleep is like a dream for me. How many hours you get? A day? Yeah, I'll get them probably five, and that ain't even uh, all together. Five. Oh, you don't get five at once? Nah, oh, I man. get off at four. By the time I get off, it's five. By the time I go to sleep, by seven, Savannah will up, and she waking me up. And you got you got to entertain all day when you have kids too. Like you got to entertain. Yeah, exactly. So I, when she goes, maybe she go to daycare, then I can go to sleep. But if, like right now, daycare closed. Yeah, she sounds like uh, she's ready for you to go entertain her, man. Like she's like, what are you doing? Yeah, that's it. Oh yeah, that's kid, life over there. It's probably not for me then, you know. Yeah, that might not be. That's what I'm saying. But you might change. You might meet the right woman and you change. I feel like I'm going to be the last one in the family, like, with no kids. I'll probably be the only one with no kids at this rate. Jamal, well, Jamal yeah. will catch me. at this. He's going to catch me soon, probably. Yeah, Jamal soon. But your brother might Your brother might have you be. Brian said he's talking to somebody, though. He said he got, yeah. he said he got Brian, a little uh, female. Brian older than you. He still have kids. But did he, he tell you about the girl he likes or that likes him? Yeah, he told me that. Does he live in Atlanta? Yeah. Yeah, he just opened it the other day. Yeah, so, right? There might be hope. My mom might. There still might be hope for my mom to get a grandchild. No, I don't hope it's Darian or Dorian. 
You think Dorian's the only hope? I don't think Dorian's. I don't yeah. think there's no hope with Dorian. I think I'm the yeah. only hope, honestly. But it's I'm, <laughs> I'm at five percent wanting kids right now, and ninety five percent not. So oh. it's gonna have to change. Yeah. But yeah, man, I just wanted to call, see how you're doing, see when you're ever gonna come and do the Goody Mob thing. And I see you're very busy, so probably won't see you on the show anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, we'll be on the show soon. It's a getaway. Well. Keep me posted, man. I'll be low next year, so you got to reach out to me personally. No social okay. media. All right. Well, oh, I'll you talk. Got the account. You got the burner account. I don't ha- no, no. no I'm, I'm keeping my dating stuff, though. I, I am going to keep a couple dating apps. I have to because I'm not happy where I'm at right now with the dating. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to stay on the social. No, I'm keeping the dating. I'm getting on okay. Facebook, though. Everything else, like, because the dating apps, I can just go on whenever I want. Like, I don't have to, you know, it's kind of like I can go on at my own convenience. And oh. I really don't have to go on unless I match with somebody. So oh, okay. it, it could be like weeks, you know, where I'm off. So I'm, I'm going to keep yeah. those. But Facebook oh, okay. and everything else, I'm off, man. And uh, you just hit me up sometime whenever you're ready to come on the show. All right. Well, at least you're in the group chat. I still hit you up. Okay. And uh, enjoy your new year, man. Stay safe out right. there. Same to you. All right. All right. Peace. Yep, yep. All right. That was my cousin, Kenya. I'm glad, he, I'm glad I was able to call him and get his uh, – explanation on why he hasn't come on and did the goody mob episode because i don't want y'all blaming me i've been ready to review that album that album is fantastic like i said i want to go back and review the last two actually um i think uh what was age against the machine is a good album too and i want to go back and do a deep dive on that one because that age against the machine has some bangers and i don't understand why that album didn't work so i want to do a deep i'm gonna do that one personally i probably won't even use kenya for that one so i'll do age against the machine and I want to just go track by track and, and try to figure out why it didn't work. And World Party, I'm coming around to World Party. I've, I've given that a few listens. And World Party is actually a good album. Like, I got to apologize to Goody Mob because World Party is not a bad album. To me, Goody Mob is, uh, they're five for five on albums. I used to be so hard on World Party, but World Party is a really good album. I feel like World Party is Goody Mob's Equimini. And I'm not saying that because I think it's as good as Equimini. It's not their best album. Like, Equimini was Outkast's best album. World Party is not Goody Mob's best album. Goody Mob's best album is probably Soul Food, followed by Still Standing. But World Party, to me, the reason why I call it their Equimini is because it was so ahead of its time. Like, when I listened to it, a lot of it was, like, very futuristic sounds. So when you go back and listen to it now, it holds up. Just like Equimini was so ahead of his time, you go back and listen to it now, it still holds up. So to me, World Party is like their Equimini. It was like, it's kind of when you could sense the Goody Mob sound shifting because a lot of that stuff they were doing on World Party, they do now on these last two albums, Age Against the Machine and Survival Kit. You, you can see some of the stuff they were doing back then and how that's their sound now. So I want to go back and review all of those albums. I'm trying to get up to 52 episodes by... Uh, I don't know when it would mark a year of me doing this. I think it's in March sometime. So I'm going to have to pick up the pace on these episodes. I'm probably going to start doing like two a week at some point. So I'm going to throw some world party album reviews in there um, in age against the machine and try to get Kenya on for a survival kit. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, back to dating for a moment though. I just want to make this point because I noticed this when I was on the dating websites. I don't know why, but, It seems like Brazilian women love telling you they're from Brazil. Like, I've never seen anybody rep their their set harder than Brazilian women. They just let you know from the beginning 
it's right in the profile. I'm from Brazil. Like, I don't know what it is. I guess it makes them more attractive or what. But, yeah, when, I've noticed that on the dating websites, the Brazilian women, man, they just, you don't even got to ask. They just tell you they're from Brazil. And I don't know. I guess it makes them more desirable or what. But shout out to y'all. Y'all never, y'all never swipe right on me, though. So I'll never match with you guys. There's another dating app. There's a new one I've been using, too, called BLK, where it's just black people. Or supposed to be like black people, I guess. Um, you, you'll see a few white people on every now and then, but they're white people who like black people. So, like, if you see a white woman on there, she likes black guys. Or a uh, Hispanic woman, she likes black guys. So, I like that app because you get straight to the point. Whereas, I'll be on, like, Tinder and, and uh, not POF, Tinder, Bumble, um, Facebook dating. And you're swiping on all these non-black people who don't like black guys. And you're just wasting swipes. So at least on the BLK app, the ones who like us, you know, they, they find us. Uh, I've met a few people on that app. Some of the experiences are cool. Some of them not so much. Uh, been on a couple dates off of there. A lot of one and dones. Yeah. I think I might get off BLK soon, though, because I think I've, like, exhausted all my options on there. So now everybody I'm matching with is, like, 125 miles away. So... I think I might just stick with Tinder and Bumble. I'm definitely getting off Facebook dating because that's connected to Facebook and I'm getting off of there. So oh, I also want to talk about books. I bought 15 books that I'm going to read next year just to give you guys like an idea of like what what the mindset is I'm going to be in next year. Some of the stuff I'm going to be doing. So I want to read more. I want to be on my phone less and I want to read more. So I'm going to just tell you all some of the books I bought on Amazon. I bought a book called Powernomics. It's the National Plan to Empower Black America by Claude Anderson. And I also bought Black Labor, The Search for Power and Economic Justice. Oh, no. Black Labor, White Wealth, The Search for Power and Economic Justice. That's also by Claude Anderson. Seen his interviews on Breakfast Club. Fascinating, uh, fascinating man who has a wealth of knowledge. So anything he does, I'm always interested in. I bought... Message to the Black Man in America by uh, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. I bought the uh, autobiography of Malcolm X, as told by Alex Haley. Very interested in reading both of those books. I've heard nothing but great things about both books. Uh, Charlemagne says that the message to the Black Man is like a must-read for every Black man. So I'm I'm looking forward to reading that one. I bought Behold a Pale uh, Behold a Pale Horse. This book interested me because, and this is Behold a Pale Horse by William Cooper. Now, the reason this book interested me is because when I was watching the Goody Mob uh, interview on T.I.'s Expeditiously podcast, they referenced this book and they said this was like, this book is the motivation behind cell therapy and a lot of that stuff they were talking about in that Soul Food album where they kind of predicted stuff that was going to happen in the world. And I've just always thought that was very fascinating. And I heard Buster Rhymes put them onto this book. So I was like, this is a must read for me. I also bought Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kayosa. Uh, yeah. I heard Rich Dad, Poor Dad is like a must read too, as far as like finances and economic. Okay. Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. And then I bought The E-Myth Revisited, Why Most Small Businesses Don't Work and What to Do About It by Michael Gerber. 
Now, these were books I kind of found when I was, I don't even know, I was, like, looking for just good books on, like, business stuff. And there was, like, a Google search took me to a page. I think it was, like, a Wall Street Business Journal where they recommended books. So anything that came from them, I was like, all right, they know what they're talking about. I'm going with that. A couple other books I got. Think and Grow Rich. I got Think and Grow Rich. Um, and I got, oh, that's by Napoleon Hill. I got investing in real estate with no money down or with low, with no and low money down by Brandon Turner. I'm not going to say too much about that one. That's self-explanatory, but you know, I'm I'm trying to expand my knowledge of different things going forward. And that's kind of why my books are all over the place with some of the stuff I got. These two books right here interested me. I got The Radical King. It's about Martin Luther King Jr. written by Cornel West. And then I got Where Do We Go From Here? Chaos or Community. Another Martin Luther King book. Both of these had fantastic reviews. So I'm I'm a big Martin Luther King fan. I feel like he gets he gets a lot of like flack and just people always hating on him, thinking, you know, he was very soft and stuff, and that he didn't really stand for anything besides peace. Which he was, that was a big thing, but I know there's more to King than that. So I want to read about him and get as much knowledge and information as I can. And the same with Malcolm X. I want to read about him and get more knowledge because we didn't learn a lot in school about any of these people. So it's up to us to do our own research and our own reading. And that's what I'm going to be doing. This book right here interested me. It's called The Miseducation of the Negro by Carter G. Woodson. And then there's another one I bought. The half has never been told slavery and the making of America capitalism. Now that title alone makes that book sound, that sounds pretty, pretty interesting. And then I think, yeah, my last two books I, I bought were emotional intelligence. Why it can matter more than IQ. That's by Daniel Coleman. And then the wealth choice success secrets of black millionaires by Dennis Kimbrough. Um, with the Napoleon Hill Foundation. So I think that's part of that Think Rich and Think and Grow Rich family. So, yeah, just, you know, I bought a little bit of everything when it came to the books. I want to learn as much as I can. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm off social media for the whole year. I plan on doing a lot of reading. I'm, I'm hoping to finish all of 15 books by the end of next year. So some of them are have a lot of pages. I know the Malcolm X one is woof. A lot of pages there. Uh, message to the black man has a lot of pages. So, yeah, I'm going to have to. I'm just going to be better with my time, finding time to read all this and being more disciplined with my time. And I think getting off social media is going to help a lot because I've wasted a lot of time on social media. So just looking forward to that. Uh, you guys, you know, if you listen to this podcast, I'll probably talk a little bit about the books as I'm reading them and just not give the whole book away, but let you guys know a little bit about what they're about. And if you guys are interested, maybe you'll buy the books too, or, you know, look at them, check them out on your own. I think going forward in 2021, my new thing is going to be get out of my way and just let me do my thing. And when I say that is like, bro, I'm not, I'm not coming to nobody for help. I'm not like asking anybody like, Hey, you know, you want to be down with this or, you know, with all these books I bought and all this reading I'm doing, 
I'm trying to like educate myself so I don't have to depend on other people for stuff. And I feel like I need to take the next step in my life and as opposed to, you know, whatever business wise or whatever it's going to be, but I got to do it on my own. The days of like depending on people or trying to like go in with your friends on stuff is over. Like everybody's got their own lives right now. So my whole thing is, look, just get out of my way and let me do my thing. Like, I don't need no help. I got this. I'm, I'm, you know, I know a lot of people be like, oh, what are you doing? What's, you know, what's the plan? But just, just get out the way. <laughs> That's all I can say. You know, get out the way and let me do it. Um, and I'm, I'm trying to remove a lot of people with bad energy out of my life too in 2021. I think that's important. Um, and when I say remove, it's not like I'm telling them, Hey, I don't want to be your friend anymore. I don't like you, but just, you know, distancing yourself from certain things. I see a lot of negativity on social media. That's another reason why I'm not, I'm going to be kind of happy to be off of there. Cause there's certain things you, that you'll see on there that kind of dictate your mood for like that day or how you think and act and, Bro, there's just certain things I just don't want to be a part of. I don't want to see. Like, case in point, last week or this past week, everybody's posting that video, the Twisted T, where I guess a black guy slapped a guy with the tea can because the guy was saying some racist stuff. I didn't watch the video. And I never watched those videos. I never watched, like, the fight videos or any of that stuff because I never want to think this stuff is normal. Like, I never want to get to the point where I'm watching it like, yo, this is dope. Like, well, it's normal. Like, he should do that all the time. Like, you know, I, I know this stuff happens, and I'm not trying to, like, act like it doesn't, but I just don't want it in my in my mind, in my space, my headspace. So, you know, I know, I'm aware of the story, but I just didn't see I didn't feel a need to watch. I wasn't that into it. Like, you know, I, I know the story. I know what happened. But as far as watching, sharing the videos, I'm just not that type of person. I never... I never liked that stuff because then it's, I just think it affects how you think and all that. And once you see something, you can't unsee it, whether it's good or bad. So I'm always big on like what I allow into my headspace, you know, what I what I watch, what I consume, you know, and getting off of social media definitely helps because a lot of stuff you see is from social media. I remember seeing a couple weeks ago, I had two friends I seen arguing back and forth. I'm not going to say their names, but. It was so much negative stuff they were saying to each other. And a lot of like, to me, it was like hurtful stuff. But they were like going back and forth and it seemed like it didn't bother them. I'm sure it did. I'm sure, you know, they felt away. But that bothered me seeing it. And it's just like, man, things like that is why I hate social media. Because you see all this stuff that you normally wouldn't see. And then it kind of changes your mood. It affects your mood. So... I just want to like get away from all of the negativity that is associated with that stuff. And I can't control what people say to each other. You know, if you guys are going to argue, you're going to argue, but I can control if I consume it. So when I say like, you know, not watching or not looking, you know, that's what I'm talking about. At least remove myself from it and then let them deal with their own stuff. But I can't be out here trying to play peacemaker all the time because Everybody's grown, man. You People are not really listening to what you have to say anymore. So you got to just, I hate to say it, you got to just let people figure it out on by themselves. Um, and another thing about my job, too, it's kind of made me more hungry. Not hungry in the sense that I want to eat, but 
hungry in the sense that when I was unemployed, I didn't want to do anything. I just sat on my couch all day and wasn't really motivated. But I guess having a job that you wake up to and go to makes you more motivated to want better for yourself and want more. So for me, having this job is a big deal. I think going into the new year, keeping it, and even if I'm not always happy, but having it as motivation and keeping me hungry on what I want to do is something that I will use. I will use that to my advantage. You know, you got to get the the most out of whatever the situation is. So even the little things like, hey, if it's just motivation, use that job as motivation to get you to the next place you're trying to get to in life. And that's what I plan on doing for the uh, duration of however long I work at my job. Like I said, the hours are not ideal, but it has great benefits. I'll give them that. It has great benefits. Probably not going to be able to do a relationship while I have this job because, like I said, like I need time for myself, and I'm just not getting that. I'm not getting enough time for myself and to have a relationship. I have enough time for myself, but to have time for somebody else, nah. I probably have enough time to see somebody like once or twice a week at most, but like talking on the phone every day, texting all the time. I don't have time for all that. That's when it starts, you know, getting into in the way of my mental space. So just using this job as motivation and getting as much as I can out of it, but also staying disciplined in the stuff I'm trying to accomplish. And uh, yeah, this is kind of like, I'm just making up my resolutions as I go right now. I'm letting y'all know how things are going. Oh, one thing I've been talking about on these dating apps. Now y'all tell me if I'm wrong on this. I've said that I want to be the side dude. Like, I don't want to be the main guy. And I feel like people are think I'm crazy for saying that I want to be the side dude. I don't think there's nothing wrong with wanting to be the side dude. I think when you're the side dude, it's less responsibility. Uh, you still get to have your fun. But when you're the main guy, you know, that's when all the problems come. That's when you get hassled and they're like, ah, you never have enough time for me. And, you know, you deal with all that. Side dude don't deal with none of that, man. Side dude, to me, is desirable position to be in because it's like you get to kind of dictate how everything goes you ain't got to worry about them telling you yo this is what it is blah 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 and some people agree with me some people agree with me some people don't i think some of the dudes is like yo i'm feeling that i'm with you the women are like ah, how can you just sleep with people and not care and i'm like bro like, you know sex doesn't always involve feelings <laughs> I hate to say it, but it does not always involve feelings. So being the side dude, sometimes that's all you want. You know, that's, sometimes you're just looking for a release, somebody to chill with for a little bit of time. You don't want the feelings that come along with it. I don't know if that's if that's wrong or not, but I think if you're both in agreement, I think if you're both in agreement, it can work, right? I think it can work. Shout out to my guy, Courtney. He said, being the side dude, you don't have to worry about the responsibilities of the main. That's a given, which I, I mentioned that one earlier. He said, you, all, you get all the pooms when the main fucking up. For those who don't know what pooms are, it's a vagina. He said, you're not obligated to pay for any holiday presents with the exception of possibly doing birthday sex. Um, I don't even know if you got to do birthday sex, honestly, as a side dude. I think the main is taking care of the birthday sex. I think you're probably doing birthday sex the next day. You're not going to get to celebrate it on the actual birthday unless you're dealing with a savage who's just going to go, who's going to do a double header, you know? 
if you're dealing with a savage who's going to go from the main to you in like a day, you know, you might have to do birthday sex. But I think most side dudes, you got to wait the next day. Like Valentine's Day, you know, you see them. I don't even know. About, do side dudes celebrate Valentine's Day? That's a good question. I don't know if the side guy has to celebrate Valentine's Day. And that's another, that's another um, benefit of being the side dude. Like Valentine's Day is only like a month and a half away. And I know all y'all relationship people, y'all going to start stressing soon because you got to think about what you want to do, dates and gifts and all this stuff. Y'all got to do extravagant lifestyles. I'm chilling. I ain't buying nothing. Nobody, nothing on Valentine's Day, bro. Side dude, we coast through Valentine's Day. <laughs> we coast through Valentine's Day, bro. Like, we're just, we go right through it. It's not even a day to us. It's nothing. Now, you might, I don't even know. Like, I'm thinking now, does the side dude even have to say happy Valentine's Day? You have to acknowledge it. I don't think. I don't think you have to acknowledge the holiday. I really don't think the side dude even has to say Happy Valentine's Day. I think you can just kind of coast through like it's a regular day. Yeah, being a side dude sounds pretty good right now. It sounds really, really good. Like you get the sex. You don't have to do all the talking. You know, you don't have to do all that feelings and all that. I don't think there's anything wrong with being a side dude at this moment. Uh, I'll probably hear some pushback on it, but um, I would say right now, side dudes are probably winning, especially in the in the COVID times when all these couples are together more than they would like to be, causing more arguments. I think side dudes is out here winning because they probably getting more action now because the uh, women are trying to get away from their men, men trying to get away from their women. How many men are side dudes, though? I feel like it's more of side chicks than side dudes. That's another one. We're going to have to do like a deep dive on the whole side dude, side chick thing. Probably save that for another episode. Yeah, we'll do a, we'll do a 2021. We'll do a recap, come back and uh, revisit. Revisit. We'll do a revisit on that one. Um, this episode is just more of like an end of the year. I don't think it's going to be one of my stronger episodes, but I did want to give y'all something before the year is over because I feel like I've been slacking. So I want to give something for New Year's. You know, a little something for y'all to listen to. Definitely not going to be a two-hour episode because I'm going to – Panda expressing a little bit. It's already noon. Uh, the COVID vaccine was released. I want to know if anybody's taking it. I've seen a few people on my uh, Facebook, a few friends of mine who are like nurses and stuff and doctors who have actually taken it or showed pictures of them taking it or their receipts or whatever. Because that's the thing that everybody's posting the receipt of they took the vaccine. They got their little piece of paper showing they did it. So I've got a few friends who are doing that. I got a lot of friends who are saying hell no to the vaccine. They still don't trust the government, which is, you know, it's fair given the Tuskegee experiment and all the stuff they've done to us in the past. But I think where I'm at with it, I've seen, I've just seen too much destruction with the coronavirus. I know some people don't believe that it's real and all that. I've seen enough to believe it's real. Let me just say that. I've seen enough to believe it's real. I don't want to get the test because they shove something up your nose. I think I'd rather get, just inject me with a little shot instead. Um, I'm going to wait, though. I'm not getting the shot right now. I will probably wait until the fall. I was going to say summer, but I still think we got to let this pass because I feel like every day now there's a new strand of this coronavirus popping up. So y'all got to get that figured out before I get this vaccine. Like, How many strands are, are there? You know, how much y'all got to put into this vaccine? Like, Get all that figured out, and then I'm going to be ready to take it because I don't want to keep dealing with every time I sneeze, I think I have the coronavirus. So I'm going to wait. But I understand the people who don't want to take it. 
I just don't want to have to get tested every little time. I feel like I have some, you know, I'd rather just get out the way. Is the government injecting me with something? Who knows, man? Like, we got the smartphones, bro. Like, we're already giving up all our data and information. They got everything they need from us. I, I don't think there's any more they can get. So I'll take my chances. I'm getting to the YOLO phase of my life. I'm almost 40. So I feel like I'm at like the halfway mark of my life. Because I'll probably live to like 80, 90, hopefully. So I've done a lot of the young stuff already. So I feel like I started taking more risk. And getting this vaccine is definitely one of the risks I'm going to take. Just because I want to be safe out here. And you don't know. But I, I am interested to know if the vaccine is going to hold up with the new strands they're saying are, are popping up with this virus. Because now people are supposedly getting the virus with different types of it. So let's see if the vaccine blocks that. That's what I'm interested to know before I do the vaccine. Because I don't want to get the vaccine and they're like, oh, there's a different part or a different version. Then what? I got to get another. I got to get another vaccine. No, we're doing this one time. One time only. So figure it out. Then I'll do it. The $600 stimulus check has passed. This was a big deal because everybody wanted 2000. Congress only passed 600. Then the house came back and was like, yo, yo, we'll do the 2000. The Senate was like, nope, we're not doing it. And since it was already passed the 600 in order for us to get the 2000 after the house said they wanted to, the Senate would have had to vote unanimously. Every person would have had to vote for it for it to even make it to Trump's desk. Mitch McConnell was like, nah, nah, son, we're not doing it. So now we're all just getting 600. People are saying they already got it in their accounts. Some people are saying it's pending. So everybody should probably have it by like sometime next week. And I guess the question now is 600 enough. Hell no, 600 ain't enough, man. It's not, but we're all going to take it. You know, ain't nobody going to say no to the 600, but we know it ain't enough. 2000 probably is what it should have been. Uh, I don't know why the government's being so cheap. You gave us 1200 the first time. How do you go from 12 to 6? But they're claiming that this is just the first step and that there's going to be another payment later next year or early next year. And this is why that Georgia runoff is so important. Because if Georgia, if they get the two Senate seats, go Democratic, they control the, the Senate. So then we have the Democrats have control of the Senate and the House. And then we can start getting more stuff passed financially. But that Georgia runoff is huge. And I think it's in a few days. So I'm looking forward to seeing what happens there. Shout out to Stacey Abrams again, who's doing things. Shout out to her sister, who blocked some bullshit the Republicans were trying to do the other day. Um, yeah, 600 is not enough, though. We'll just... We'll leave it at that. See how things go. We'll, we'll keep t discussing in the new year. I don't have much else to say. I just want to get on here, give y'all a little bit of an episode. I apologize for not, for not being as, I guess, as upbeat. But like I said, I've been up since 6 a.m. I got to work in the morning. I, I, you know, this is, and this being 2020, I feel like if this is a garbage episode, it's fitting. It's only fitting that I go out like this because it's 2020. This year has been garbage. So why not go out with a subpar episode? You know, we'll come back in the new year, recharge, refresh. And I look forward to hearing from you guys. If you guys are going out tonight, be safe out there. Um, hopefully everybody is able to accomplish all they want to in 2021. All their resolutions come true. Um, 
I want to say hopefully there's no more, you know, deaths or anything, but this is life. People are going to die. It's just how life is. So I don't know, man. I I don't want to, you know, I want to be optimistic that we don't have a lot of tragedy, but also know that that's a part of life and we just have to accept it. Uh, When it's your time, it's your time. Just keep everybody in your prayers, man. And as Goody Mob says, you know, inshallah, which is God willing. So that's the only thing we can do is just pray and hope things are better next year. But let's just, you know, be prepared that it not it might not be better. It might be worse. It can go any direction. But I mean, you know, thinking with a positive outlook is always the best. And I just want everybody to accomplish everything they set out to do. I want everybody to be safe out there. I want this world to stay safe. I want this virus to subside. I want us to get back to normal where people can get their jobs back and the economy gets better. I'm just fascinated by the whole thing. It's something I've never even seen, never even thought about in my lifetime. So these are wild times we're living in. And who knows what the future holds. But one thing we can control is how we react. So as as I leave this episode, I'll just say everybody try to bring more peace and positivity out there in this world. Don't let a lot of stuff uh, disrupt your mental. Take time to yourself if you need it. Even your relationship people, even the people with kids, like find time for yourself. I know it's hard, but it's very important that we find time for ourselves. So I don't have much else to say. I think I'm going to leave y'all with this song from T.I. featuring Andre 3000. It's called Sorry. I feel like the Andre verse is like how I feel about just leaving and not wanting to be not really wanting to be in the spotlight. Like even next year, like not being on Facebook and all that, I'm not going to promote this podcast. So it's like whoever listens to it, listens to it. And whoever wants to share it, shares it. But I don't really care about the promotion and all that. I'm just kind of doing it and I enjoy it, but I'm not big on like promoting myself. I've never really been comfortable doing that stuff. And I, I think as the older I get, I, I start to understand Andre 3000 more and why he never really cared about the spotlight and all that. And he kind of explains that in this verse. So that's why I think this is a dope song to end on. And hopefully I'll see you guys or hear from you guys in the new year, man. Everybody stay safe out there. This is T.I. featuring Andre 3000. It is called Sorry. This is Keeping It Real with Jared Lawrence. We'll be back next year. No greasy your whole lot. You bogus in the Lambo if you ain't lifting the door. You bogus popping pills if you ain't picking the hoe up. You bogus running out on your kid, my nigga grow up. For God's sake, like a wedding cutting large cake. For large steaks, let the hammer bang broad day. Hey, never mind what the blog say. Do what my mind and my heart say. My philosophy, profit off of my properties Get it, flip it, we got to be rich That broke shit is obsolete Possibly off of my rocker, watch how you watching me Sophisticated, psychotic, flies, a pilot Officially solid, all you wish you could get, I got it Unlimited titanium, nigga, what's in your wallet? How to gladiator college, I made it summa cum laude Where you clowns couldn't have got a cap and gown if you bought it I pilot with Saudis, buying crude oil and diamonds Hustle January, July, fly to Dubai A broke nigga telling me behind, I'm dividing the pies Like a blind nigga telling me it's an eye for an eye Bullheaded and stubborn, I be that way till I die But find a nigga with more hustle than me, I dare you to try And according to the hand on my Audemars It's my time to shine, so fuck y'all
that why I don't trust a motherfucker Seen a nigga snitch on their mom, shoot at their brother Go to prison in love with a bitch and a nigga fuck him I seen real G destroyed by real suckers Innocent ladies raping defenseless babies abducted Such a horrible truth but you see it over and over it's nothing Get numb to it and your heart grow colder Pacify your pain with a chain and a rope Fuck it, justify your action with stacking your dough up He sure would a brick of cocaine and baking soda Just enough for me to blow up Nigga, hold up, switch the flow up Could these niggas be snitching so much? I promise all they missing a badge, coffee and donut Go to jail, so what? Never see my integrity perish That ain't the Harris's way, study my pedigree Promise I'm one of the only ones who keep it a hundred Probably why I think they all out to get me You can't convince me Large money and fame won't plant seeds of envy To make my partners resent me enough to come and get me Catch me slipping and hit me just like it did 50 Cause I'm in a position that he think he should be given Listen, dawg the fact of the matter is I'm on a narrow path and we all can't trap. Should I be sorry for? Who should I be sorry to? Who should I be sorry for? Who should I be sorry to? Even if you gotta live I learned that apartments are way more exciting than a big ass house on the hill I used to be a way better writer and a rapper when I used to want a black come again Now niggas speeding in the Porsche Feeling like I'm going off a course Cut these fuck niggas off negative in my life Scream that till I'm hoarse Duck these, get the fuck off me projectiles Bitch, he ain't really got a choice I'm living my life, live yours I don't even like rapping fast But that's how the world come to me Talk to me sideways, nigga, that's your ass Slow it down It's that shit that'll make you call your mama and Say, hey, I'm sorry for begging for all them clothes you couldn't afford Type of shit that'll make you call your rap partner and say I'm sorry, I'm awkward, my fault for fucking up the tools. I hated all the attention, so I ran from it. Fuck it if we did, but I hope we knew no fans from it. I'm a grown ass kid, you know I ain't never care about no damn money. Why do we try so hard to be stars just to dodge comments? And this that shit that'll make you call your baby mama when you don't have a pill. Don't know why, but that idea. And you take a flight back to the crib. Y'all make love like college kids. And you say all the shit you gon' do better. We can try this shit again. By the time the dope we're off, you feel stupid, she feel lost. That's that dopamine, I mean dopamine. You think Cupid done want off? Waking in the hallway with her arm crossed. Baby boy face full of half a sauce. Maybe should've stayed, but it ain't your fault. Too much pressure, I feel off. I'm sorry. Was young and had to choose between you and what the rest of the world might offer me. Shit, what would you do? But I'd probably do it differently if second the chance. Only if some cool ass older man would have let me know in advance. This this quarry that is dug so deep in a father's chest when he feels that he's broken up his nest and he figured shit he was just doing the best that he could. Which ended up being the worst that he could. And all some pussy nigga on the internet can say if that verse ain't good. It's boring. Boring. Really? <laughs> when I'm disgusted with this world I can hardly breathe and Told some men to lies on Know what to believe I disgusted with this girl And this is what she said She said, lay down baby, baby Rest your weary head up Lovely distraction But my mind don't wanna rest But my body disagrees So it lays upon the breast Yes, ooh, you were so fucking fine I woke up the next morning With new purpose on my mind Who should I be sorry for? Who should I be sorry to?